Today on Real Ghost Stories Online, how did someone know facts about another life without ever knowing them? Welcome to Real Ghost Stories Online. Call in your real ghost story now at 855-853-4802 or write in at realghoststoriesonline.com. You are about to enter the world of the unknown and quite possibly the undead. This is Real Ghost Stories Online. That it is. 855-853-4802 is our phone number. At Real Ghost Stories Online to share your real ghost stories with us. We would absolutely love to hear them. And if you want to get bonus episodes, advanced episodes, commercial-free episodes, all of them are, as well as bonus video <laughs> content and uh, so much more, check out ghostpodcast.com or patreon.com slash Stories. Get access to all of those bonuses and you're helping to keep us on the air. We greatly, greatly, greatly appreciate that and we are at the precipice of the holidays next week uh is going to be uh my dog keeps bumping the hand that my i'm trying to use the mouse with um it's looking at the calendar next week is christmas so uh and then i've got new year's the following week so as we always do uh, we'll be running some of the best of stuff uh, from the last year over the next two weeks. Of course, new EPP bonus episodes uh, at the end of the week. Those are always new. We've never missed a week on that. Um, and uh, we're going to run some of the best of stuff. So this technically right here, other than the EPP episodes, uh, this is the last regular show of 2021. Look a lot like Christmas. Yes, it is. Uh- Everywhere you go. And here we are. Yep. We made it through the year. <laughs> it's been a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it has been a lot. Uh but uh yeah, it's just it's hard to believe we're we're here at the end of the year. I mean it's the beginning of Did it go slow? Twenty two. Did it go fast? Go, it's going to be great. <laughs> Is that, I appreciate your optimistic outlook. Um, <laughs> uh, but, okay, 2021, we're here at the end of it. A lot of things changed for us this year. Yes. Um, did it go fast? Did it go slow? There were some parts of the year that was kind of fast and some parts of the year that was just really slow. Yeah. There's there's parts of me where I feel like th- th- everything that happened was like yesterday. Yeah. And then there's parts that it's like, wow, that was a long time ago. I, it, th- I would say parts of the year don't seem to chronologically match up. Like some parts that feel like they were a long time ago were recent. And then some parts that feel like yesterday were far away and this it, it's all kind of like discombobulated when i think about it yeah so i don't know it's like sense, it's weird sense of perception you know like things are far and close away i feel like 2021 totally the perception on on how everything went is just so all over the board yeah but i am excited for 2022 i'm, I'm hoping not. it's gonna be better <laughs> i'm not excited why 
It's it can only get better because I mean. uh, Tesla was it Tesla? It was some sort of car thing. Uh, they created human-like robots. Okay, we're all gonna die. <laughs> <laughs> That's not at least until 2025. So we probably got a few years before the human-like robots. Sorry, but they already exist, Dad. I know they exist, but they got to make a lot of them. It's, then it'll be Terminator. It'll be like that. So we're all gonna die. Start watching Terminator Two and start educating yourself on how to uh, to deal with the robots. We're all gonna die. That's a nice Christmas message for everyone here on our last show of the year. Harper saying we're all going to die. And that's how the show ends for the year. God. We're all going to die. You can tell we had a real positive year here at the Brewski household. Definitely. Real positive. It was just a party. One surprise after another. Yes, a real party. Dancing a on, real birthday party. Dancing on the ceiling. Um, let's go to our first story here of our last episode of 2021. Hey, uh, Tony, Todd, Carolyn Harper, hope you're doing well. I am writing this, uh, at the end of July of 2021, I just started following Harper on TikTok. Hey, there you go. Yay! We wrote in a while back about the alarm clock that would go off without being plugged in episode with Todd. He suggested I look into protecting myself due to other experiences I had after that over the years. I started looking back into crystals, and I also discovered that I might be an empath during my research. A few weeks ago, I met a physical store. The Energy Within KC near my job was having an event where you could get an intuitive reading or a tarot card reading for a discounted price. I decided to go in and give the intuitive reading a try since I had never had one before. $35 wasn't going to break the bank if it turned out to be a waste of time. The closest thing I had ever done was have a hypnotherapist past life regression session for my anxiety and depression, which cost a couple hundred dollars and not something I can afford to do on a regular basis. Anyways, I went in with a skeptical but open mind, if that makes sense. She never asked me any questions about myself at the beginning, which I thought was a good sign. She just began by calling my spirit guides and she gasped as if she was cold and said, that was St. Michael, the archangel. He was with me. She then told me about three other guides. As we went on, she told me I was an empath without me even mentioning anything about my suspicions. She then gave me a number of techniques and tools to use to help protect my energy. She also said that is why I have St. Michael with me. He protects empaths. She gave me a lot of information that was very relevant to my life without me volunteering anything. During this, I started getting a headache, but I didn't think anything of it. She asked if I had animals because she could see 12 dogs with me, some that I had in a past life, some that I've had in this life and passed on, and some that I will have in the future. This really resonated with me because I have lost two dogs, and what happened last year? I still think he was with me. I see and feel him in my house and with me a lot, but I never had any validation from my feelings. I love my dogs and all animals and have always had a deep connection with them. She told me that dogs have a pure energy many spirits crave. They help heal me and I help heal them. And that every dog I have had had to choose me. This also made sense to me when I think of my 11-year-old Shih Tzu. When she was a puppy, I knew she chose me. 
as I was looking at another puppy and she jumped up and looked at me in the eyes and said, this is the one. This all came without me volunteering any information. She told me some other things regarding my empathic abilities and my home life. She also told me I had a very strong connection with my higher self, which I had no idea. But since I've gone through so many traumatic experiences, at least 13 years, I am not surprised. She told me how to find out the name of my higher self, but I haven't asked her yet. This reading lasted about 30 minutes and I had a headache through the whole thing. We ended the session with a message from my older brother who passed away in April from a four-year battle with pancreatic cancer. Afterward, I had a headache for the rest of the day. I went back to work and had absolutely no energy. I purchased some of the recommended crystals and used them with the technique she gave me every day when I wake up and when I go to bed. I don't have nearly as many days where I feel drained and I feel much happier. The weirdest thing was a headache and feeling extremely tired after the reading. I've heard of mediums having headaches after readings, but not of the person being read. Thank you for reading my story. Stay safe. I would like to have 12 dogs with me in, in the medium's head. <laughs> 12 dogs with you in the medium's head? What about like in real life? Or, or is, no, that'd be awesome. Is that too many for real I'd life? I'd be dog queen. Or would that be more like I'd be afterlife where you don't have to like deal with all the poop and everything else because it all just magically disappears? I, I could deal with all the poop I want. I want 12 dogs. I think that violates a lot of codes. Sorry, I want 12 dogs and I will have 12 dogs. Okay, that's that's not healthy. No one should really have 12 dogs because unless you get many people to take care of them, that's a bit much. But you, you have you have four dogs. I have four dogs, four cats, two cows, to be exact. <laughs> you forgot something. What? Five chickens. Oh, yeah, five chickens. They're right outside that door. They'd be very disappointed. If and I hate them. <laughs> there, there's one in there that does not like me. Um, <laughs> I know the black one. <laughs> <laughs> he does not like me. And I went in there the other day and I'm just trying to give them food. So I like, I take, I give a bucket of food and I pour it into their thingy. And then he just always lunges at my arm and tries to get my arm anytime I, I'm like, I'm just trying to help you. He's just a meanie. The other ones are, they're just kind of like, rock. I call I, I call them the golden girls because they're golden. <laughs> yeah. I, the, the lightest one, mm-hmm. uh, like in color. Uh, she she's my chicken. She's I, your chicken. Yeah, her what? name's Lucy. Okay. And then uh, what? And I know there's one named Ethel in there. Yeah, there was Ethel. I mean, then I started naming after the Golden Girls too. I get it mixed up. Who's who? They got to get back to egg laying because I went in there. I've not been picking eggs out at all. One. There was one in there today. I don't know if it's because it's getting colder. I gotta look into this. I think I maybe should put a heat lamp. I don't know. Maybe I, the chickens are diseased. <laughs> <laughs> We're starting a new pandemic. Yes. It all started with the brewski chickens. He didn't clean the chicken coop well enough and it turned into a global pandemic. And yeah, he's no. like, Yeah, I saw that movie last year. Ah, uh, yeah. Uh it's kinda amusing, like if if somehow there's like a broken egg. Mm-hmm. Uh uh, I showed 
you know, the people that were here the other day, mm-hmm. just as like a little party. Yeah. Uh, I showed them because there was like a little egg in there just off to the side that was mm-hmm. all dirty and stuff. I knew he wouldn't eat it. Yeah. So I took the egg. I went into the pen and I cracked it right in front of them. Yeah. And they all just flocked around it. Yeah. Like zombies. And I was just like, that's like, why? Yeah, uh, they like eating their own eggs. Yeah, they were they were amused, just like, <laughs> like they were going at the chicken. You were you were showing you were doing a chicken show. You were yes. showing how they'll eat their their young, basically. And I I love the sounds of uh, cracking eggshells. Okay, <laughs> that's an interesting <laughs> one. The sounds of cracking eggshells. God. <laughs> just sounds wrong because when people like I, i've heard like people say like when when somebody like cracks their head open like if they hit it on oh something on heard, that it also sounds like a loud cracking eggshell <laughs> so that's great harper happy holidays everybody i uh, love how you just take that to the, uh that when someone like were to crack their head open it sounds like a I just I get the shivers thinking about that. That to me is just like so. I like the sound of cracking eggshells. No, God. Let's um get the holy water. (laughs) Get the holy water. Somebody should make a soundboard of you where it's just the random shit Harper says. Okay, I, I won't say that anymore. Um, <laughs> you got to admit, she's pretty good at it, folks. Yeah. Get the whole thing. I think you're you're probably the best at being a random things you say person. <laughs> I don't think holy water would do the trick. I think I might need a priest. <laughs> <laughs> got a full-on exorcism. <laughs> Now that's what you should have asked Santa for. An exorcism. <laughs> that would have been great. I'd like holy water, Santa. Why is that? I need to perform an exorcism. <laughs> we should totally go back. Oh my god. We should totally go back. I'll tape it. I'll just play, I'll play like, you know, me, dad, like, oh, you go and you go up there and you're dressed real cute and you know you got pigtails in and you're like hi Santa what would you like holy water what for an exorcism and can you can can you ask Jesus for a crucifix you know that like what you guys are all together up there the power of Christ compels you <laughs> I've already spent like uh, fifteen minutes just joking around. That would be the ultimate Santa video. <laughs> yes, let's do it. <laughs> like, oh my god, I don't know what she's talking about. <laughs> just like, oh an, my god, an exorcism. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, uh, I'm gonna need that for a few people. <laughs> oh, oh, that would be great. Eight five five eight five three forty eight zero two is our phone number here at Real Ghost Stories. The power of Christ uh, compels you. Online. <laughs> Let's go to our next story. It says, hi, Tony. My name is Maria from New York. I used to live in an old farmhouse built in the 1800s. I've always been sensitive, but have never experienced anything like the events that happened in my apartment. The farmhouse had an apartment added to the back. I rented the main house and had a neighbor who rented 
the back apartment. The neighboring apartment shared the wall to my kitchen and dining room, and the back apartment staircase ran along that wall. Since leaving this house, I'd given names to the entities that reside there. I did not want to name them while I lived there. I did not want to give them any more power in the human realm that they already have by giving them names. They were the beasts, the lady, the ch uh, children, Rusty, the man, and the Christmas spirit. I'm going to add that the Christmas spirit is not what you think. It's not cheery or merry at all. It was one of the scarier entities I had encountered in this house. I want to say this, as we always talk about on the shows, before we continue with the story, I grabbed this story. Just for the holidays? No, I didn't grab it for the holidays. I didn't even know it had the word Christmas spirit in it. Christmas spirit? I just, demon. I, I just, I was, I work from the ground up from the order in which stories were submitted. So this was several, several months ago. Oh God. And so having this fall in today's episode being the last episode of the year. So I guess our Christmas episode um, and it being there, it's, that's the power of Christmas spirit compels you. The power of Christmas spirit Continuing on my husband and I moved in on Halloween 2016 with our two children who were six and two at the time. My husband and I were in the basement putting away Christmas decorations when out of the corner of my eye, I see this little shadow animal dart across the other side of the basement. It was roughly the size of a bunny. It was small and seemingly harmless, so I just kind of forgot about it. Later, my husband and I were talking about how creepy our dirt cellar basement is, and he brought up that he saw a small shadow animal. We shrugged it off and continued on with our normal lives. Little did we know the beast was about to grow. Small things would happen. We passed off as harmless. Small items like car keys would go missing found a spot that not even my two-year-old would put them in. One day we came home from food shopping and every kitchen cabinet was wide open. After that, one cabinet would always fall open and as much as we tried to fix it, so it stays shut. It would always fall open. The pilot light on the furnace went out far more often than it should and my landlord told us to call him when we did go out so he could fix it because he said it was tricky. These were all the little things that would lead up to something much bigger. One night, I was getting ready for bed. After putting my children to sleep, all of a sudden I hear stomping up my stairs. Thinking it was my husband, I waited for him to come into the room. When he didn't enter the room, I shouted for him and got no answer. Aggravated, I shouted out for him again, now scolding him for the way he had used the stairs so late at night and with the children sleeping. He finally enters the room and... Before that, I can hear him come upstairs, this time with normal footsteps. He asked me why I was shouting, and I scolded him for stomping up the stairs. He was clueless as to what I was talking about. When I comfort, uh, confronted him about the stairs and said he had only came upstairs once tonight, and that was just now, I asked him if he heard the stomping, and he did not hear a thing. Granted, he was playing a video game on the computer and was wearing his headset, talking to his teammates. This is when the lady started to show herself. The way my apartment was set up was from the front door to the staircase was on the left. Going slightly right next to the stairs was the living room and walking straight next to the stairs was the doorway that led to my dining room and kitchen. Upstairs on the left was my son's room, then my daughter's room. Straight ahead was my room and the only door on the right was the bathroom. And the bathroom was a door to the attic. We were not allowed in the attic for it was dangerous. So my landlord locked the attic door 
and kept the key. The night of the stomps was the last night I went to bed for loan upstairs. From this point on, I'd fall asleep on the couch waiting for my husband to finish with his game. I started getting the feeling he was being watched. The couch lay flush against the wall next to the doorway that leads to the dining room. Feeling antsy, I went upstairs to go to the bathroom. My legs get restless when it's time for sleep and running upstairs to the bathroom helps ease the feeling. I began to ascend the staircase, and that's where I see her. Floating in the doorway to the dining room, she had long brown hair and was dressed in period clothing. She just stood there watching me. I froze in my steps, unable to speak. Moments passed, and I continue up the stairs. I came back down, and she was gone. I told my husband what I had just witnessed. They were curious if we would see her when we went up to bed. Surely enough, we started to ascend the stairs together, and there was, in the doorway, her watching us. This became routine. She would show herself before we went up to bed, and as time went on, she'd start to appear in the day. Instead of standing in the doorway, started to peek around the doorway at the church, watching us watch TV or be on the computer. Feelings of sadness and anxiety would wash over me. That's how I knew she was around. She was very sad, almost like a tortured soul. Of all the entities, she was the most harmless and personally, although she was creepy, I grew fond of her, bidding her goodnight as I went upstairs to go to bed. I do not think she did the stomping. I'm not quite sure who it was that stomped on the stairs, but I suspect it to be the beast or the man. Who stopped on the... Who stomped on the staircase while the children were, while the children were sleeping? That's what we find out today on Unsolved Mysteries. <laughs> That's the best theme music in history. Um, and and speaking of which, uh, something I have planned what? for um what for next year. <laughs> like I swear, I'm gonna kill you. This would be great. So, remember Robert Stack? He's the one who hosted Unsolved yes. Mysteries, and you know he would always read the intro too. Yes. He'd always be like, "Today on Unsolved Mysteries," and he would do the whole thing. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking I'm gonna try and revive Robert Stack's voice, so he can do the intros on our show. <laughs> it's gotta get a lot of audio clipped together, and then I think we can have something really interesting. Well, you're going to really have to play around with, like, the the audio stuff and just kind of edit the audio so it actually kind of sounds like the... Oh, the inflections and yeah. stuff? Oh, yeah, I definitely. It, I would definitely have to do that. Well, we've been playing with it. I just kind of throw it on there, and that's it. But there are ways of doing that. <laughs> I think it would be kind of interesting. Robert Stack reads our... Uh, our intro. Our intro, wow. He, he reads, like, the creepy, you know, like, the headline title, like, Today. On an all new real ghost stories I online. Swear. Wouldn't that be cool? This will be awesome. <laughs> We're bringing back more of the dead for you in 2022. Yes, yes, we are. Here on Real Ghost Stories Online. Uh, let's see here. Let's jump over and do a phone call. I just got to get one. Last story. Pulled up here. Numbers 855 853 4802. If you want to share. One Buy me us, a goat. <laughs> uh, here at uh, at the program. All right, let's jump over to this one and hear it. Hi, here we go, story. Hi, Tony and crew. My name is Tiffany. 
Um, I've been listening to your podcast for a little over a year now. I started in October of 2020, and uh, I have a story to share. It's not, I wouldn't call it, like, paranormal. It's pet-related, um, but about five or so years ago, I had a pet that passed away. Um, he was a few weeks away, a few weeks away of being 13. He was the best dog ever. I pretty much had him his entire life. And it was the first pet that I had had that had passed away. So it was really hard for me at that time, and it was really hard for my husband. He was just best well like best well trained dog. Um, he didn't have to be on the leash. He was very well mannered, except for um, children. He wasn't a very big fan of children. Um, but it was kind of sudden how it all happened. Um, we were we went to bed one night. It was after work, and uh, he was sleeping on the floor like he normally did because he was getting up there in age, and he had a hard time getting up on our bed. So he was asleep on the floor and started scratching at, like he was chasing something in his sleep and got up and realized that he was having a seizure, which he had never had before. So... We took him to the animal hospital, and they gave him medication and such, like they do to try to get the seizures under control. And sadly, we ended up having to put him down the next morning. And it was, like I said, really hard for my husband and I. This was the first animal I've ever been around that had to be put down. Uh, I think for my husband, I think it was the same for him at that time because he did have a, a family pet that stayed with his parents that got put down. Oh, few months or so around the same time frame um but that night I was sitting outside in our backyard and I could hear the jingles from his dog tags and that was really hard but also like super comforting to know like he was kind of there and he just kind of was like hey I'm here you know it's all good and we buried him in the far back corner of the property. Now, my husband and I don't live there anymore, but it's, it's his family's property. We used to rent it. And so every time we go by, because they're doing construction on the house, I always go back and I always say hi. And we have a daughter now, and she never got to meet him, but she sees pictures of him all the time. And every single time we go to visit and I walk into that back corner, there's always a breeze just kind of like a comforting and like I'm still here so it's I wouldn't really call it paranormal I guess it's more of like a comfort thing I don't know if it's just coincidence but it could be a steel day like there's not a gust of breeze anywhere and I'll just go back to say hi you know just wanted to come and see you and let you see the baby and there'll always be a slight breeze and when I walk away the breeze will be gone so that's my story I love hearing your guys' stories. My dad loves hearing your stories. And I will continue to listen to them on my way home from work every night. You guys have a great day. Did anyone else hear the clicking? Yeah, I think it was her blinker. Yeah. Yeah, she was driving. Yeah. So, wasn't paranormal. Yeah, but that just kind of, like, tick-tock, tick-tock. Mm-hmm. 
Thank you for sharing your experience with us. We do greatly appreciate it. Phone number is 855-853-4802 to share your real ghost stories with us. You can call it in 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Even if you're sitting there at your family gatherings, you can pull out your phone and go, I got to get this. I got to get this. And then walk out back and uh, call in your ghost story uh, <laughs> while your family uh, sits and uh, argues. Uh, and uh, eventually someone pulls out the fruitcake. You know, fruitcakes are something. It was always like that was the joke gift. But Why? I, because nobody wants a fruitcake. A lot of times they're kind of stale and what kind about, of hard. And what about like strawberry cake? That's well, that, that's not fruitcake. You you never had fruitcake. At this point, I don't really want any. Fruit Usually, cake. fruitcake involves no real fruit. Ew. There's like these little jellied balls that go into this very thick, doughy cake that uh, supposedly tastes like fruit. What? And no. then it's fruit. It's like gelatin fruit in bread. It's kind of it's kind of like jelly fruits. It's like no, not at all. Um, the uh, it's it's from the era when people would also put a whole bunch of uh, crazy things into Jello. Like of course pe- they would. people would like put shaved carrots into Jello. Aunt Bethany would put uh, cat food into Jello. Well, uh, uh, on lobsters. No, I've never, I've never seen black olives were quite common. Sometimes a mixture, sometimes green olives and black, black olives in like Why? green or green jello mold. Why you people? Why? Just be happy. These are holidays from your past, uh, from the past that you weren't around for. At least they're just from the past and I wasn't around for them. Yeah, nobody's bringing the uh, the olive jello out these days anymore. Or the, or the good old jello with the... With trout mixed in, trout, or, trout or, orange jello or something, or with human urine in it. Oh God, <laughs> that would be that would be rather disturbing. Like, what is this? Is this lemon? Lo- is this lemon? No, it's not. It's urine. It, it's just yeah. It's like yeah. Well, we all. So, someone said everybody had to bring something, and you know, Uncle Lou over there, he likes to get creative. Don't look at me. Like, and that's what he brought. <laughs> that's what he brought. Uh, all right, that's going to wrap up this episode of Real Ghost Stories Online and wrap up another year of programs. Happy New Year, then. Here at uh, Real Ghost Stories Online. Hey, kids, we made it through another year. Um, thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for all the support. We could not do this without you. Of course, we're back at the beginning of 2022. Brand new episodes. There's still new EPP episodes every single week all through uh, the uh, the New Year's and the Christmas holidays. Um, we're going to take a little uh, two-week break in the next two weeks to get some of the best of stuff uh, from the uh, the last year of the program. Yeah. So, all right, to a happier, better 2022. Uh, from all of us at Real Ghost Stories Online, Carol, Todd, Harper, and myself, Happy New Year, and we'll talk to you in 2022. Two. Time to go. If you want more real ghost stories and access to the world's largest audio archive of ghost stories, become an extra podcast person, an EPP. Sign up now at ghostpodcast.com or patreon.com slash real ghost stories.